I'm Sean McCormick, and this is Optimal Performance. That most of our electronic devices now have antennas. EMF has the same thing. It, it's not going to go away. You know, it's going to get faster. We're going to have 5G. It's not going to go away. But how do we do it more safely? That's all. That, everyone, is Ben Salem from WaveBlock. We all have cell phones. Some of us have earbuds. And what they do is they transmit a signal through your brain to talk to each other. And there are solutions that Ben created that will diffuse that Bluetooth signal and the EMF out away from your skull. And you may have seen other stickers or cards or things that you can place on your phone to mitigate EMF exposure. And some of those actually amplify the signal. It is incredible, but it happens. And what Ben was able to do was to create a really effective, really discreet sticker that diffuses EMF significantly. Now they did studies on this. They actually have posted the reports on waveblock.com. And I feel like this is really important stuff to know because you're not gonna stop using your cell phone. You're gonna carry it around your pocket or your purse. It's going to continue to emit an EMF that can lower sperm count, that can get you brain fog. And if you're using earbuds, you can experience headaches and tinnitus and even insomnia. We need tools like this. We need products like this because we're not gonna stop using technology. It's only gonna get stronger. So what are the effective tools to mitigate against this? I'm really excited to share this episode with you. Full disclosure, WaveBlock is a sponsor. In fact, you can get 15% off if you use the code OPP at waveblock.com. Okay, let's get into the episode. Welcome everyone to the Optimal Performance Podcast. My name is Sean McCormick. I'm a life coach, performance coach, wellness entrepreneur, and it's my pleasure to bring to you every single week the world's leaders in the field of performance so that you can live your life at its most optimal level. Plus, cutting edge ideas so that you can stay ahead of the curve in an ever-changing world. Let's dig right in. And I'm here with Ben Salem. He's the founder of WaveBlock. Ben, welcome to the Optimal Performance Podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. How specifically do EMF blocking technologies work? So there's, a, there's different ways to block uh, EMF, right? There is um, using lead, right? Using uh, some sort of metal that will actually block radiation. And then there's ways to deflect radiation, right? And there's ways to uh, absorb radiation, right? So certain lead or certain stone will absorb it, certain metals will reflect. So it depends what you want, what you want it to do. Okay, okay. So what does wave block do? So wave block actually deflects the radiation. It's really unique. It's, it's, not, it's not blocking it or absorbing it, but it redirects it o- away from us, basically. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, I want to, I want to be straight with people. We've done this before. Uh, you know, you <laughs> and I got about a half an hour through a podcast and we had some technical difficulties. So I'm at, I'm re-asking some of these questions. So I know a fair amount about how the technology works and your process um, but your origin story is really fascinating to me. And I think it's going to resonate with people listening. So why, how did you get started in this process? Why did you decide to, to create EMF blocking stickers for devices? Yeah, it's kind of funny, com- completely by accident. You know, I have three little boys. I, I'm not a scientist or a doctor or, or engineer. I'm a real estate guy. You know, I've been 
selling real estate, developing real estate my whole life. That's, that's what I know. Um, but I have three little boys and I remember learning throughout the years that certain countries have, have uh, banned Wi-Fi from nurseries and kindergartens. So that got my mind going. And then I remember listening to Tim Ferriss talking about EMFs like 10 years ago, talking about what it did to you know, his sperm count just by having the supplement in his pocket. So all these things were like going through my mind throughout the years. And I remember one day just buying a, a radiation meter and just testing what's around the house, you know, just testing everything. And I dropped the radiation meter in my baby's crib. And when I dropped it in there, it was redlining. And I thought, well, I don't understand. Where is it? Where is it coming from? Where is it coming from? And again, thinking, well, if Germany, Italy, France, Israel have banned Wi-Fi from nurseries, what do they know that we don't know? So I started testing all these things around my baby's crib. And, and what it was really fascinating was to learn where the radiation was coming from. You know, there was a Sonos speaker bar on the other side of the, of the crib where my master bedroom was. And I guess the antenna on that was pretty aggressive. Hmm. And that, you know, one foot away from the wall was enough radiation to go into the crib. Then I learned that the smoke detector, that radiation right above, above his crib was pretty gnarly as well. You know, it's a really strong and big antenna. As I'm doing research, I'm learning that these countries have banned the Wi-Fi in nurseries because our kids' skulls are much thinner than ours. And they actually, their skulls absorb 10 times the radiation as ours. So they're, they're smaller and they're thinner, right? So I decided to figure out a way to block the radiation in, in my son's crib. And what I did was I bought, I bought like polyester and I bought uh, silver strands and I took it to the dry cleaners and I had them sew like a baby breathable crib liner, right? And it blocked, it blocked the radiation. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That, you know, I did that just, just for my kids. And when the pandemic hit, I noticed that my kids were rocking the earbuds during Zoom class. You know, they're on Zoom all the time. And then afterwards we're mountain biking and, and then sometimes they fall asleep with their earbuds. And then that got me thinking again, like what's inside those earbuds? And I learned that you have a little modem in each ear, 2.4 gigahertz in each ear. And they're constantly talking to each other back and forth, back and forth through your skull, even when you're not listening to music, right? They're, oh, they're constantly on. So I thought, well, how do I fix that? I'm on another mission now to, to fix that. So I purchased everything that they sell, like copper, silver, gold, uh, fancy stones from like Russia and like weird stuff. You know, like, I bought everything and not, nothing really worked. Some of, some of the stuff was actually scary. Some of the stuff actually increased the radiation. Really, really scary. So after testing a couple of things for a couple of months, uh, an idea came to my head. And it was kind of like, I imagine like, okay, well, how do I break the radiation? Almost like make it shatter, break it into pieces. Is there a way to break up radiation? Just redirect it and break it into pieces. And I came up with a formula that, that worked and it worked at home. And I was blown away when I worked at home with my, with my meter. So I ran to the nearest lab, which was in San Diego, tested it there and those engineers were, were blown away. We did um, 10 hours of testing, about five hours with the sticker on, and then five hours with the sticker off. And we were able to block the radiation between 85 to 95%, depending on which model earbuds you have. And I remember the engineers 
telling me like, this is not gonna work, this is not gonna work. And then when we got the results, they're like, this is nuts. We don't even let our kids wear the earbuds, you know? Hmm. And these are like, you know, engineers. And then I asked them, uh, okay, well, who's your biggest competitor? I wanna go to the biggest lab in the world. Give me your competitor. Went to that lab, did the, did the test, got the same results. Then I asked that lab, hey, I wanna go to like a government lab. I wanna go all out. I wanna do a SAR test. I wanna see how much radiation gets absorbed into the skull, right, into the tissue. So then we did, we went real deep and did another test and again, got amazing results. And then I realized, I think I have something here, you know, and that's kind of how the business started. Incredible. The origin story is familiar to me. You know, this, this, I have this problem. I noticed this thing and I didn't, I couldn't find a solution in the marketplace that was satisfactory. So I built it myself. And I love that story because that's where true innovation comes from. It's like to solve a need. And, uh, you know, now that we have wireless earbuds, like the ones that I'm wearing right now that have uh, wave block, uh, the stickers on them, um, it's not going away, right? You know, Beats Beats by Dre, they're not going away. They're cool. They sound amazing. They really enhance your your listening experience. They're practical, and so it's we're not going to move back to wired stuff. It's just not going to happen because we now we know how good it can be, and so we have to find these solutions that will just save us from damaging our brains and damaging our skulls and, and exposing us to this. So I, I just, I, I really, I really appreciate that and the level of ingenuity and the, the, the mission to go find a solution to build something, uh, I just think is really inspiring. There's a couple of things that I know people are, are thinking about right now, which is number one, does this affect the quality of the product, right? If it's blocking the EMF, is it make the sound quality worse or does it drain the battery, et cetera? So I know that's, that's one question. And then, uh, well, let's just start there. So maybe maybe confront that that issue that that people may be having. You know, that was the hardest part. Exactly, that was the hardest part because if I block too much, then, then they're not going to work. If I don't block enough, I'm not happy with the results. So going back and forth, back and forth to make that exact exact size and placed in the right location was the right formula to not drain the battery and not affect the performance at all. And that's the same, same thing we did with the cell phones as well. And that's why we can't just have like one model fits all because it's, it's not going to work. Right. Yeah. That, that Where I think about that is with those, the, the, the sort of early generation little stickers, you know, a little circular sticker that you put on your phone or you put on your laptop or whatever that's supposed to um, absorb, mitigate, deflect, you know, um, EMF. And the fact is, you're right. These different products, they have different power. They have different shape. They're designed differently. So you really do have to have specific products. In order for them to work optimally, you've got to have specific products. Like the, the sticker for, for the AirPods that I have now will be different for based on if the, it was a longer version, you know, the, the, other, the other version of the AirPods. But then we're also talking about cell phones um, and, other, and other products. Um, I want also want to go back to the thing that you said about increasing the EMF, because this I find super fascinating. And I, and I also want to say, 
uh, people should go check out the website and watch some of the videos and some of the research that uh, that's been done because I learned a ton in just five minutes on the website. But but tell us a little bit about how some of the other earlier products actually increase the level of EMF that you're exposed to. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty scary actually because you don't even know where the antennas are. You know, you have, some phones have three antennas, some have four antennas. You're randomly putting a piece of metal that could act like an antenna behind your phone and you could put putting in an area that you shouldn't be putting it, right? So you, so what I, we did, and I did this for fun, actually bought every everything that they sell on Amazon and tested them all. And none of them decreased the radiation. Some of them in, increased. So then I thought, okay, well, let's try to put four of those stickers, mm. five of those stickers. Let's see if anything happens. Nothing happened. Um, and then when you look at the lab reports, you, they have lab reports, but they're testing the product alone, not on a product. Oh, really? Yeah. So it looks like a lab oh. report. Like, what is this? What's going on here? That's that's disingenuous. That sucks. Yeah. And then, you know, so... So it's really fascinating to, to see. You can't make one sticker fits all. Antennas are different locations, and you get you gotta really you gotta really spend money and test it and do your due diligence. A quick announcement from one of our sponsors, and then right back into this episode. This episode is brought to you by BioPro Plus. Hormones are essential for optimal performance. Every year after puberty, your ability to create growth hormone decreases. And it doesn't matter how good your sleep is, how good your diet is, how fit you are. The fact is you can be experiencing chronic fatigue, body fat, low libido, poor sleep just from having your hormones out of whack. That's where BioPro Plus comes in. It's a 100% non-synthetic growth hormone supplement and it will not shut off your own growth hormone creation, which means that you don't have to be on it forever and ever like some testosterone replacement therapies. BioPro Plus is the type of product that Olympians have been using for decades and decades, and now it's available to you. All you have to do is go to bioproteintech.com and use the code OPP for $30 off. I've been using BioPro Plus for about six weeks now, and I feel more like myself than I have in a long time. I'm sleeping better, I have more energy, my mood has enhanced. I know that this product is gonna be a game changer for so many people. So go to bioproteintech.com and use the code OPP for $30 off. So what are the different, what are the different products that, that, you, that you have that WaveBlock works for? So, so we have the WaveBlock for the earbuds, for a couple different model earbuds, and then we have them for almost every single iPhone, almost every, every single generation. And then we're launching a couple new products in the next 60 days that we're really excited about. So you'll find out soon. Um, but it's really, it's, it's really rewarding to see the amount of feedback that we're getting uh, constantly, emails and uh, reviews of people saying, I no longer have headaches, I no longer have foggy brain. So we know we're doing something right, you know? Yeah. When, when I first became aware because i've tried i mean you can imagine i'm biohacker podcaster guy i've tried a bunch of stuff you know i've uh you know i've got shungite pyramids on my wi-fi router and uh you know biogeometry uh you know energy 
uh, pieces of plastic and, and all sorts of cool stuff and pendants. And so I try a whole bunch of different things and you hope that it works, but you're just sort of winging it. You know, you're, you're hoping that it works. Not really sure what, if, if it is or not, but when I first came across WaveBlock, my friend Tyson was like, Hey, you got to check these out. Uh, I think that you're really going to dig this. He said, what I, what I want you to do is sit and do a guided meditation with your, uh, with your ear, with your AirPods on, and then just sort of feel how that feels. And then do another meditation with the stickers on your AirPods and tell me if you can tell a difference. And immediately, I'm really glad that he suggested I do that because immediately I could tell a difference. My ears weren't hot. You know, I didn't have this like heat sensation once I put, uh, once I put the stickers on, I didn't have that sort of like, like brain fog sensation. I rarely get tinnitus. And for, for those un, un, unaccustomed tinnitus is just an, an incessant ringing in your ears that more and more people are getting these days. But, but occasionally I would get tinnitus, just like a concert ringing in my ear. And I, I just, even the heat factor alone, the fact that my, my ears and the product, the actual earbuds themselves didn't feel hot once I put the sticker on really was a nice test case, an N of one sort of test case for myself. Um, why do you think, why do you think Tyson had me do that? Did, did he figure that out? Did you guys figure that out? The sort of like try it with or without? You know, it's really funny. I remember Tyson saying, hey, we just got a review from someone who said that they meditate better now. The meditating process, the whole thing is just much cleaner. I didn't know what that meant. I've, I've actually never tried meditating, but Tyson goes, this is a game changer. I'm going to try it too. And that's kind of how it started. Hmm. Um, but it's, it's cool. It's really cool to, to learn this, you know, because I didn't even, I didn't even know this was a problem. I didn't know people get headaches. I didn't know people get ringing. This is all new to me. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> so you were trying to solve for the for the measurable EMF exposure, and in the meantime, reduced the symptoms that people get from that EMF exposure downstream from the EMF exposure in their ears from both sides. That's pretty cool. You know, I I, I was thinking like really like I don't know. I don't even know what's going to happen in twenty years, forty years from now. I, I don't know. It's still so new. But if other countries are doing it, why not do it? It's kind of like, I have nothing to lose by eating organic. Yeah. If I can eat organic blueberries, I probably I'm assuming it's going to be better in the long run than my body is going to thank me. So I'm looking at EMF as the same way, as the same thing. It, it's not going to go away. You know, it's going to get faster. We're going to have 5G. It, it's not going to go away. But how do we do it more safely? That's all. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that idea. You're right. Things are going to continue to innovate. Might as well hedge your bets and find find solutions. I would love to hear about the 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 fact that all these things or many of these sorts of products, yours included, have this sort of hologram, this sort of iridescent sheen, and the inside of the sticker. And I've always been curious about why that's a thing. Like, why does everything have to have this iridescent hologram sort of look to it? So, if you could walk me through, like. Why, why is that, why is that a thing? What is it? What's, what's happening there? Yeah. So we're mimicking something similar to hologram. You know, there's, there is no metal in there. 
which is really fascinating. There's no metal in there. But what we're doing is we're mimicking hologram. And just imagine if you take a flashlight and you shine the flashlight at a mirror, what would happen? It's shine back at you. Right. Now, if you take a flashlight and you shine it at something that looks like hologram, that mimics like hologram, what would happen to that light? I don't know. It would disperse almost like a grenade. It would, it would break into a bunch of pieces. Ah. Right? That's, that's what we're doing. Interesting. Yeah, it's exactly what we're doing. And that's how we're doing it on the cell phone as well, which is so fun. If I know it sounds really boring and nerdy, but if you had time and you wanted to look at our, our SAR test on our website, you could see the test that we did uh, with, with um, the iPhone with putting the sticker on the back. We were able to uh, reduce the radiation on the back of the phone by about 75% and the front of the phone by 49%. And again, without losing signal or performance and just by that effect that I just explained. Hmm. So how then should, so if Boogie's use, if it's diffusing it, right, it's not absorbing it or blocking it. It's, it's sending it out. It's sort of diffusing it out so that it doesn't go into your brain or into your groin. If your cell phone's in your pocket, when I'm, when I have my cell phone in my pocket, I always put it glass side toward me because I'm, I guess I'm trying to protect it because I don't want it to get smashed. Uh, is that, is that the best use of the wave block wave block product on the back of the phone? Or should I be putting the glass out and sticker closer to my thigh when I have it in my front pocket? Exactly. That's the best way. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, when I'm, when I'm mountain biking or snowboarding, when I'm mountain biking, I have my phone right here. I'm do, putting the sticker against my chest because it's it's blocking more. Got it. It's a it's a barrier between the actual tech and then your flesh. Exactly. And it dissipates it out. Exactly. Now, if you could just help me explain this and make a nice video of this to explain to people, it would be amazing because that's the hardest part to like educate people because radiation is invis invisible, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, it, it makes sense to me. I want a protective barrier between the outside world or, or, or the device and my flesh. And so by putting that sticker toward in uh, against my flesh, it's dissipating out. If it was faced the other way, the glass part of the screen would be still sending it into, into, my, into my body. 50% less still. Yeah. 50% less. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Again, it's like, I'm still going to have my cell phone in my front pocket like that. I mean, I, I'm, I have Faraday bags. I have, I have cool stuff. I mean, it's, it's just impractical. I'm, I'm going to put my cell phone in the front pocket. Um, but I can certainly flip it around if it's going to reduce EMF exposure by 40%. Yeah. I think I, though using those sorts of percentages, I think are really important for people to wrap their brain around because it's like, eh, it helps a little bit. Well, what's a little bit, you know, is it five, 10, 20? No, it helps. It helps a lot. Would you say 75% on the back of the phone and 40% on the front? It's about 49% on the front. Yeah. It's, and it's, you could see, uh, you could see then the, uh, in the SAR test that we did, it's really cool. Where, where can people go on the website to find that? So at the top of the website, top, right it shows reports and, and uh, there's a couple of different reports there. And that one is called, uh, I think it's called the RF exposure report. And, and, you know, it's, it, it actually, 
if you're not unfamiliar, are you familiar with what a SAR test is? No. Oh, sorry. Because I'm talking and you're like, what are you talking about? No, it's okay. (laughs) So a SAR test is, is a test that anytime someone is launching a new product that has an antenna in it, that basically the government requires you to have a SAR test. There's certain allowed radiation exposure that you have to meet. You cannot surpass that limit, right? And what it is, is it's really cool. They actually, it, it looks like a, a, they actually take a skull, it looks like a skull, and they, and they, they mimic the same um, tissue and material that would be in, in your skull, right? So the same thickness, kind of looks like bone broth, actually. Hmm. And what they do is, underneath the, the skull, they'll put the uh, radiation meter, and on top of the skull, they'll put you know, the cell phone or the earbud. And then what they're doing is they're testing how much per square inch gets absorbed into the tissue, right? How much radiation gets absorbed into your tissue? There's, and the, you have to stay underneath a certain amount. And that's the, the proper way to test if the product is working or not working. You have to test without and before. And what we did was we tested the front of the phone, then we tested the back of the phone, and that's how we, we got those results. Hmm. Got it. Thank you for clarifying that because I know that other people were curious about what a SAR test is too. I remember from an episode I did um, years ago that the allowed radiation, like the test that still exists today was done in 1985 or something right? with, with some older model cell phone. And it measured at six inches away from your head and that's still the standard for what's an acceptable amount of radiation coming off of a cell phone uh which kind of blew my mind because nobody nobody talks with their cell phone out here um yeah i don't know if you have thoughts thoughts on that it sounds like you know that that specific call out yeah it's pretty funny you know that's if you look at the 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 uh legal disclosures on every cell phone and different cell phone manufacturers, they all have different um, distances of what's allowed and what's not allowed. And throughout the years, you see the distance getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And I think now, now I think it's like maybe three quarter inch, you're allowed to have it three quarter inch away from your skull. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. It, it changes. It just changes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about what people say. You know, you alluded to a little bit earlier that people are having better meditation. Uh, what less tinnitus, less brain fog. It sounds sounds like you guys are growing really rapidly. And I think it's a testament to the quality of the product, which I, I absolutely believe in too. Um, what what do people, what do, because this is what matters, right? How has this improved my life, right? What, what, what do people specifically say about how this product has helped them? The, the number one that we get over and over and over again is I no longer have headaches. Hmm. We get that all day long. If you look at our website, you, you could see those reviews. You could probably count there's hundreds in there. Um, and that is, and again, I, I never thought, I n- never even thought that was a problem, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I, I'm like, well, you know, it's amazing. It works there, but you know, the, I think the key is, you know, how do we, how do we protect our kids that are, that are gaming the, our kids now are gaming for hours and hours and hours, you know, 
Yeah. How do we protect them? And, and our little kids are gaming and our little kids have their iPads, you know, and I think just think it's so scary that this technology hasn't been a, around for a long time. You know, you know, I remember when, when Tim Ferriss did his test, he was using a phone that was 900 megahertz. And I think that affected his fertility by, I think like 85%. They were swimming the wrong way and it was just really nasty. And, and I remember listening to that one, you know, what, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. but 800 megahertz to what we have now with 5G, it's a different game. 5G yeah. hasn't even been there for that long. 4G hasn't either. So I don't know, I, you know. Interesting. Yeah, my, my brain immediately goes to, you know, fertility rates are super low. You know, there's just fewer, way fewer babies being born. I, I, I think it's a number of things. I think it's estrogenic chemicals. I think it's, um, you know, chemical interventions and pharmaceuticals. It's water quality. It's soil quality. It's stress. But I mean, think about 85% on a super old phone. That's, you know, your, your sperm are, they look weird. They swim slow and they can't find the egg. I don't remember the motility and all those, those things, but you know, if you've got way less of them and they're not, and they're not formed correctly, they look weird. They can't find the egg and they're swimming off in, in other directions. I mean, how much of that can be attributed to the fact that most people, I think, especially most men are walking around with a cell phone in their front right or front left pocket most of the day. And in when we're not doing that, when we're not walking around town, doing living our life, we're, we're on our phone. Our phone is an important part of how we work now, especially from home. You gotta, you gotta take as you gotta take some precautions. And this seems like a pretty, a pretty, a pretty reasonable precaution to take in my mind. Yeah, and it's it's sad because a lot of people fall asleep with their phones on their chest or their you know iPads on their chest or they use their phone as an alarm, alarm clock and it's right next to the pillow, you know, that's a lot. That's a lot of radiation. Um, so I think there's like simple things that we could do. You know, leave your phone in the bathroom to charge or or leave it just a couple feet away. Even that will make a big difference. Just yeah, a couple feet away. You know, just yeah, it a little bit. You know, we're not um, we're not gonna be crazy about it because it's it's the norm. It's the norm. You know, thank you to one of our sponsors. And then right back into this episode, this episode is brought to you by Waveblock. Waveblock makes the most highly effective EMF blocking stickers that you can possibly have. If you use AirBuds at all, you have to realize that those AirPods are basically like little modems transmitting signals to each other through your skull. Now, obviously they're convenient and they're awesome. They enrich the sound you're listening to, but you have to take protections against some of that EMF exposure. You can get 15% off if you go to waveblock.com and use the code OPP. Again, that's waveblock.com. Use the code OPP for 15% off. This is the type of technology that everyone will be using in a couple of years, so you should get it now. Yeah, we've 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 covered on this podcast mitigation strategies, you know, putting a timer on your Wi-Fi like I do at my house, a timer at night so the Wi-Fi turns off. Nobody needs to be on the internet or doing anything, you know, at, after at my house, it's like 11 o'clock you better be winding it down or, or in bed. And so, you know, that's one way is to turn off your Wi-Fi completely, but you're still going to get, you know, um, 
uh, you know, the, the 5G, why we don't have it, but most folks do, you know, keeping your phone in airplane mode when it's, you know, when you're sleeping, there's just, there's these things that we can, that we can do. But again, now that we, we have these beautiful pieces of technology that really make our lives better, we've got to take some precautions. Uh, what do, what do the haters say? What do the skeptics say? What, what's some of the, what's, what's the flack that you hear most frequently? You know, it's really funny. We only hear it from males, not females. Huh? Very, very fascinating. Yeah. The, the haters are usually the men and we'll hear some funny stuff. Like, yeah, I started printing them all out and we make jokes like at their weekly meetings, but you'll hear like, why don't you just wear a tin hat oh really yeah it's like funny stuff like that you know you know they're like it's not even true nothing will ever happen it just you know there's wi-fi around us all the time you're walking in it every day you know like you a lot of that like snake oil you guys are crazy you know (laughs) it's usually it's usually males um but you know some of the stuff that they that they say, I don't blame them. They're, they're, they are correct. When they say, hey, you, there's Wi-Fi all around you. You're all constantly walking in it. Yeah, they're right. Mm-hmm. The part that concerns me is that the proximity to the brain and the duration of time. So yeah, this is like inside your ears. It's touching your body. And it's for hours and hours and hours. So even if it's only 2.4 gigahertz, which you think is maybe nothing. Okay, it's only 2.4 gigahertz. It's only it's only Bluetooth. Bluetooth is a small antenna. It's only 2.4. Well, it's a duration of time. That's scary. There's no no one's done the due diligence on the duration of time ever. There's no mm. test. No one makes you test that. Let's do let's do a test. Let's take a let's take let's take a a, a mouse. Right. This is what they did in Europe. They took a mouse, age zero to age six, and they had the Bluetooth right there in the cage, next to it, the whole time it was growing up. And then they took some other mice and they did the same test. All the mice with the Bluetooth and the Wi-Fi constantly, constantly, constantly touching their bodies. About I think it was like eighty-five percent or something got tumors. It was pretty gnarly. Hmm. That's why the people in Europe woke up and they did something about it. Yeah. You know. But it's too hard. To, I'm not going to go and rebuttal every single person. You know, just, okay, you're right. All right, next. Yeah. yeah uh, I'll share this as a, kind of a funny anecdote. There's a there's a technology called Happy. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's a wearable. It's a necklace that, uh, that it, ch- it uh, changes your mood. You can choose a setting. It's linked with an app. It changes your mood. So you can choose sleep, relax, um, focus. Uh, and it emits, uh, it mimics a, uh, an electron associated with an emotion. Fascinating technology based on uh, uh, submarine technology for this em- emitting these, uh, these frequencies. Uh, really worth checking out. And I was talking to uh, the, founder, uh, the founder, uh, Andrew, and he was saying, you know, the skeptics, amplified our business like 10x like some famous youtuber skeptic did a did a a breakdown and debunk of the technology which was inaccurate and incomplete but this debunker dude with this massive following 
turned so many people onto the product that their, their sales like skyrocketed. So maybe you want to like reach out or go send some boxes to some, to some deep, some YouTube debunkers. Cause I'm sure it's going to be good for business. Yeah. We have one lady who, uh, tested <laughs> Excellent. Our, yeah, this is amazing. She tested our product and she's testing a product cause she's trying to sell her earbuds that work with like, they're connected wired, but they're like air. Yeah. Air, you know, but she wants to sell her product. So she goes, I'm going to test this wave block and see if it works. And she took the earbuds and she put them the wrong way on purpose, you know, right? Where the radiation comes out of. She took it, she took it, earbuds, she puts, she puts them upside down and she takes the radiation meter like it's a wand and she goes, Look at this, guys. Oh no. Oh no. Look at this radiation. Oh, they work, but they don't work that good. Just a little bit. And it brought sales up and she's still posting that video. It keeps bringing our sales up. So I'm really happy. In the beginning, I was like, should I shut her down? And I'm like, oh, no, 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 you're just going to let her ride out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I love it. I finished telling that you're like, oh, we got a lady. We got a lady. We got a skeptic lady that's sending us business. That's so funny. Uh, I like to ask this, this next question because it gets, a, it gets an idea of what, the, the real, the meaning, you know, the, to, to, to this business, what, what is the mission of WaveBlock? So the mission is really simple. I want to get this out to as many kids as possible, many kids as possible. Cause I think that let's try to be ahead of the game, right? The, while their brains are still developing and growing. So what we're doing is, and we just started doing this in the last couple of months, but we started, it's called uh, WaveBlock Angel. It's a WaveBlock Angel Foundation. And what we do is every time someone purchases any WaveBlock product, we donate one to, to a school. So, so right now we, we donated, uh, we've worked with two different schools and uh, the Park City snowboarding team as well. And we donate $5,000 worth of, of merch to them, right? To protect them, cell phones, earbuds, or, or whatever. And we want to get that out to as, to as many schools or as many teams, baseball teams, or, or that we can get, right? So I think the goal is how do we protect as many kids as possible? Because everyone, I mean, at my, at my kid's school, everyone's wearing earbuds. They, they really are, you know, that's the new norm. And so I think that's, that's, that's my end game. That's my vision. You know, um, like I said, this is completely by accident, this whole business. <laughs> do I don't even know e-commerce. Like this is all new to me. It's kind of, I've been getting lucky. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you got to give yourself a little bit of credit. Obviously you're, you're, you're a humble guy, you know, but the fact is that you, you found a, you found a, an effective solution. And, and so it's not, a, it's not a coincidence that, that things are going so well. And so many people are loving this product. You, you found, you found a solution and that's what people are looking for. Um, also, I just want to acknowledge the fact that, you know, a one-for-one -one matching to support protecting the brains of children is a pretty cool cause. You know, not many, not many companies period are doing things like that, that are really oriented around protecting children. And, you know, I've got two kids of my own and I think it's really admirable. I think it's important. It's that I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear that you're, that you're doing that mission. So people who are listening, like, yeah, if you have, if you have a choice, 
to choose some of these technologies that will help uh, diffuse, mitigate, or protect you from EM EMF uh, or Bluetooth, you should definitely look at WaveBlock. And now that you know that every time that you purchase a product, you know, it's getting a, a like product is getting donated to a school. That's something people can get excited about. Yeah, thanks. So what what else what have i not asked that because it's it's pretty straightforward you're giving you're giving you know i think we could dive into you know metals and or you know how the thing was made and i think that's kind of interesting but um what what about what about the product or the your journey uh did i not ask about that you think is really worth talking about yeah i'll tell you i'll tell you what the hardest part about this product was the hardest part of this product was uh, creating creating our own glue. I mean, that was really <laughs> hard. Um, my boys and I, uh, we love snowboarding. We love mountain biking. And we wanted to get something that's pretty bulletproof that could handle extreme weathers, right? That will last. And I think that was the hardest part of, of this. Um, so we were able to figure that out. Um, and then the the other part, which was really difficult, was how to not block all the radiation, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that was, that was the, the battle. And the, the part, because I'm not an engineer, the part that drove us nuts is I bought almost every radiation meter you could think of from $150 to $2,000. And the problem was testing at home is a nightmare because you have interference from, from your neighbor's home, you know? So even if you turn off everything at your home, you still have interference. And there's apps that will show you. Uh, there's a really cool app that you would really dig. It's called NRF. And, and it shows you all the radiation around your room. And it shows you what it is. So it might say John Smith's Sonos speaker from his garage, mm. right? Yeah, so that's the, all of a sudden that's interfering with my signal because I'm trying to see if I'm blocking the radiation or not. So I think I if I would have known how delicate and how strong radiation was coming even from my neighbor's homes, or, or maybe tested it in the middle of the desert, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I think I would have got here a lot faster. Uh, <laughs> that's what it comes down to. So a lot of times people will try testing it at home and they're like, it's not working. And, I, and then I have to explain, all right, shut off everything at your house, do the test on carpet so it doesn't bounce off of your marble countertop or whatever. Because radiation will bounce. Sure. That's really, you know, not not being an engineer, you know, I learned the hard way. <laughs> yeah, funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I can attest to the durability. Uh, I, I'm hard on products. I'm hard on uh, things in general. I just, it's just, I don't know. Um, I've worn these in the sauna for 45 minutes at a time. I worked out like a banshee in these. So lots of sweat, like high heat, you know, 150 degrees for 45 minutes. Um, I've, I'm, I, I beat things up. I just, how I'm built and they, they're, they're still like when I first put them on, they're not peeling, they're not flaking. They're, they're staying in the test of time. Cool. Um, yeah, I like them. I like them a lot. I'm, I'm a huge fan. Really. I am. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, so we all have 
five or six different electronics that we use really frequently from TVs and laptops and cell phones and, and earbuds. There's thousands and thousands of consumer electronics products that this could work for. And it sounds like you've really focused on specifically iPhones and, and, and AirPods like these. What can you tell us uh, is coming next? Well, we did launch WaveBlock for Skullcandy a couple, a couple of weeks ago. And then I guess you'll be the first one to know we're launching uh, the stickers for Beats next week. Nice. So the people are asking and asking, and I said, we got to figure out and make it. This reluctant product designer uh, thing is so funny. It's, it's, it's really, it's really charming. Honestly, like you wanted to get it right. You obsess about it. You do it. You got it right. You nailed it. People dig it. And then iterating on that. It's fun. Inventing stuff is fun. I, I get, I get such a high off of inventing stuff. You know, I think there's nothing more fun. What, what can people um, expect price-wise for the different products? The the earbud stickers are about $30 and then the cell phone stickers are are $50. Yeah. Cool. I think it's nice to give that into into context because I've seen, I've seen products that are way more expensive. Well, this is at the heart of what I'm doing here with this podcast is to expose people to products, services, and ideas, concepts that will, that will help them live a more optimal life and certainly less headaches, less tinnitus, less brain fog, uh, less heat experience within their products, less EMF penetrating into their body falls into that category. So I'm, I'm really, I'm really stoked to have this conversation uh, before I ask the final the final question, um, give us where should people go? Where, where would you send them online? Yeah, I, I would go to waveblock.com and um, you can see what we have. And and also uh, our Instagram page is, is great if you want to see uh, some of our past clients and some really cool stuff also on there. That's uh, waveblock tech. Awesome. Uh, so here's the fill in the blank question, and, and this can be based on anything that you know. It doesn't have to be specific to product design or you know electronic products or anything like that. Uh, and you can elaborate as much or as little as you wish. This can be based on anything you know, but please fill in the blank. Everyone would benefit from knowing that most of our electronic devices now have antennas. <laughs> And there's something that you can do about that. <laughs> yes. Increasingly. I mean, so. our, 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 our new Vitamix has a huge antenna in it now. Huh? The Vitamix. <laughs> is it talking to the smart meter or something? Or is it? It's talking to your phone in case you need to figure out how, how long you need to blend your smoothie for. <laughs> for real? For real. It's like, it's the dumbest thing. Oh. Can you operate your Vitamix from your phone? Is that? Yeah, basically, yeah. It, it, your recipes are there. It's going to say, oh, well, oh, what do you, well, but it's actually way more work because it's asking you way too many questions. You could have already made like three smoothies. It's like, <laughs> how many ounces of this did you put? How big of a banana did you put in there? It's like, dude, come on. I could have blended this a long time ago. <laughs> I could be skiing by now, but you're asking me the yeah. size of blueberries. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, so. Yeah, that, that is an important reminder. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I think I think we should be skeptical. I think that we should be in control of uh, of what we're exposing ourselves to and, and take take precaution where, where need be. 
Well, this is this has been a, a really cool conversation. I think that uh, I love the the mission to help protect you know our little kids' brains from from exposure and and improving people's experience uh, with with the electronics that they use. This has been a really cool conversation. Ben, thank you so much for joining me today on the Optimal Performance Podcast. And I'm going to leave you with uh, a code for all your listeners. Yes. Sean 20. Sean 20 for 20% off. Sean 20. That's Sean S-E-A-N 20 for 20% off. Perfect. Awesome. Thanks, Ben. All right. Bye.